Hill Talk and Rosé proudly presents Forbidden, an eight-part standalone series that allows you to get out of your head and on your way through boudoir photography. Today we are featuring The Three Rules of Coral's OnlyFans, part three of eight. As always, I'm Coral Athena, your host for the show. Give a disclaimer before we dive right into this, OnlyFans rules, if you will. It has taken me over a year to figure out what works for me. And I'm just going to give you the top three or the three that I think is relevant to myself. I actually have over 12, like as I was writing them down and I've like looked over some of my notes from the the past, I was like, holy smokes, there's 12. (laughs) And I can't just release all 12 of my rules. It would be very It'd be a very interesting episode if I just dive into every single piece of information that I could possibly give you that I've learned. So I wanted to break it down into three tangible ones for you. If you're like, all right, I have my OnlyFans started. What should I do? And it wouldn't be real talking rosé if we didn't go over what I'm drinking. And I've picked a really cute glass because I think, (laughs) why not? For your feminine energy as a woman, I think those cute things are like part of it, you know, making sure your nails are done, having good makeup, enjoying like where you're living. And then of course, like the like just adding a little experience to just something basic, like drinking water, just kind of up levels your mood and just makes everything worth it because today we're just drinking water, baby. That's it. (laughs) Okay. Let's dive in. In real talk nature, this episode has taken a lot. Like I have re-recorded and recorded and then deleted and then restarted and then sat with myself and was like, okay, it's the rules and I have taken it different ways. So what I want you to know is that you can always send me an audio on Anchor app and uh, ask some questions. You might be featured on the podcast near the wrap-up. So the first and foremost one I want to talk about, actually, I don't block anyone. (laughs) Like rule number one, if someone was to take over, this is how we're approaching today's episode. If you were to take over my OnlyFans and we sat down and you're like, okay, I'm going to run it and I was going to pay you to run my OnlyFans, I would literally look at you and be like, we're not blocking anyone. Um, on OnlyFans, you can block users, and then you can go as far as blocking locations. I've actually done it. I've actually blocked a location based on a user. Um, because you would be surprised. No, you probably wouldn't be surprised. And if you're new to OnlyFans and you're like, hey, let's do this, um, I see your success. There is a darker side to what I do that I don't really talk about, and I'm not going to talk about it here. Um, Maybe that's for another time. But if you were to be my assistant, and we sat down, and you're like, okay, like, what do I need to know? I would literally look at you and be like, no one's getting blocked. No one's getting blocked on TikTok. No one's getting blocked on Instagram. No one's getting blocked on OnlyFans. No one's getting blocked on my phone, anywhere. Snapchat, I don't care. Okay. I didn't always think that way. 
it has only become recent that I was like, I just remember going back to my childhood um, with my stepdad and he's always, he was always like, Coral, where do you want a bad driver? Do you want them behind you or in front of you? And it kind of makes sense that you want them in front of you because it's easier to avoid a collision in front of you than it is from behind you, right? You like to see the world like in front of you, it's harder to look back. Um, so with that analogy in place, we don't block anyone. Now I used to have this motto that people who hate can go to Block Island and they can enjoy their tan there and have a good day. But unfortunately, Block Island is not permanent. We're in the real world. Do you want to know what happens when you block people who really don't like you and want to be a part of the show and want to be a part of the thing? They will just make accounts that are lies, that are other accounts, and, and they'll come for you. Actually, it makes them come for you harder. So my way of being is rule to just let it be. Um, if we were operating as a Netflix, Netflix doesn't block anybody. Netflix doesn't care if you critique it. Netflix is there. You can pay for it or not pay for it. If you pay for it, they don't really care if you don't like every single video. And in my experience, if you're watching every single video and critiquing it, perfect, honey. You're a fan. You're my number one fan. I love you. Please stay for the show. So with that, I don't block. I just, I, I, I have no time for it either. Like, if I was to go and block every single person that had anything mean to say to me, um, it's not real, for one. Like, people are not going to like you, okay? And I think the sooner you face rejection and the more you face rejection, um, the easier you can handle it because it has nothing to do with you. Um, that's kind of like an, a segue into a different topic of, like, you need to get crystal clear on what you're selling and then you also need to realize that A, it'll be perfect for who it's for, it'll be mediocre for who it's kind of for, and then there's some people, it's never going to be enough, it's not what they want, they don't care, but they are there, and it is a stock reminder of how people don't like things, and just like you don't like avocados, other people are not allowed to like you, okay? Just like you got that one guy in your inbox that always like wants to chat with you, or sorry, gal, that one person that you're just like, okay, yes, I will check in on you. Hi. And you just talk to them once in a while, but they're just not really for you. And just like you have that and you want that ability to be like that, well, it will come over into your OnlyFans. So you need to get crystal clear on what you are selling and you need to have this confidence level. I guess, yeah, confidence. Okay. And some days are bad and some days are good. We are human. But genuinely speaking, if you have confidence and you know what you're selling, um, you'll be good to go. So no blocking. However, if that doesn't work for you, honey, you're in control. You are the boss here. You do what you want to do. Like I'm saying, you decide what you're selling. You decide your boundaries. And for me, I don't care. In fact, some of my best clients are people who don't like me. So if you've thought of being on my podcast, or if you've ever thought of 
having a podcast, but you're not really sure where to start, you could always come on my podcast, Real Talk and Rosé, and be a part of the new series, The Creative Collective. You can apply through the link on my bio. Real Talk and Rosé's Creative Collective series will allow you to speak to your audience in a new way and show up like you've never have before. So being a guest on the show where you will come and share your journey as a creator. Your episode will outline some tangible steps and potential tools that you will add to listeners' own creative outlets and allow you to cross-remote with the audience of Real Talk and Rosé and, of course, mine as Coral Athena. Rule number two, I have no tip menu. I suggest for you, okay, I have a tip menu written down. I have used a tip menu. I no longer use a tip menu. I have it written down. So again, if you were my assistant, you'd be like, oh, these are all the things that are possible in Coral Land that we know behind the scenes, but not necessarily everyone knows upfront and personal. Um, for you, if you open your OnlyFans, I suggest maybe following some free accounts, some big name accounts, and seeing what they do. Okay, um, they have a tip menu. It doesn't work for me. It's overwhelming for me. I don't like it. It takes the control away. And I like to know that I am in control of my OnlyFans, which, hello, I am. This whole production is, like, I am the, the boss of the OnlyFans, with an exception of there is a fine balance, okay? I always tell people, put out what you want, yes, absolutely, go ahead. But there's a fine tune of putting out what you want and people wanting to consume it. So there's a little bit of a give and take, but I find that the tip menu is overwhelming. So for rule number two, I don't have it. For you, it could work for you. Try it out. You have to really try things out. You know, with anything in life, like when you buy a vehicle, you kind of like have to test drive a couple of them to decide what you like and what you don't like to know what you're going to do. So I invite you to being more creative and engaged with yourself and the people that are for you and have an image of your head of like what's your ideal client and what he or she would like to see and how that meshes with what you want to um, do. So I don't have an active tip menu because tipping is just for tipping. You like my work, great. Just like if I was a hairstylist, you tipped my work, perfect. And then I have um, stuff that you get to see on the regular on my page. And then I have pay-per-view, okay? This is why I had such a hard time with this episode is I was like, how much is too much information to give you? Um, how far do we want to go down the rabbit hole of like the three, like all the things? Um, so this is just kind of like a little bit of a taste, but if you have more questions, I'm definitely down to answer them. And then maybe I can make like a part two of the three rules to OnlyFans. Um, it's not that I'm gatekeeping. It's just that I want you to know that this is a creative thing and there's really no right or wrong. And that if it is wrong, 
all you have to do is assess yourself and be like, okay, I've tried A, B, C, D, E, F, G um, for 30 days, 90 days. I gave it an honest shot. And you know what I'm talking about when I say an honest shot. If you try A, B, C, D two days a month for two days, and then you're like, it's not working. Mm, that's on you. But if you try ABCD for 90 days and it's not working, something's got to change. ABCD is not your equation, okay? And I don't think you should fall into the trap of, what is she doing? What is he doing? How do I do it like them? No. So I had a really hard time. That's why this is laughter because like at this point, I've recorded it way too many times. Today's the deadline and I'm like, fuck Coral, just get it out there and like give the people just three rules it can't it can't be that hard but it, it it really is all right rule number three i consider requests i do not operate under requests so my business model is i have boudoir photography on my page and then I have POV videos in the, um, in the DMs. And then I chat with the people that are there because they are paying a premium to talk to me and I am there for them, okay? But I consider requests. So every 90 days I reassess the content that I'm making. And when somebody's like, hey, could you do this for me? It doesn't mean I'm gonna do it right away. Tip all you like, I'm not going to do it right away. Um, in the beginning, it's daunting because I don't think you realize how much control you have. You're just like, whoa, I want it to be successful. McDonald's kind of tells you what they have to offer, and then you choose if you're going to eat McDonald's, right? And if you don't like what McDonald's has to offer, then you're not going to eat at McDonald's, right? So you need to get crystal clear on what it is that you're selling. And then what I do is I consider the request. I write it down and then I relook at it in 90 days. I never make decisions for my OnlyFans like like that. I never am like, oh yeah, you get this and you get that and this and that. It just is overwhelming. I don't operate in overwhelm. I actually really love my OnlyFans. I don't want to be overwhelmed. I'm sure you don't want to be overwhelmed. I'm sure you're like, oh, I want to. Uh, do the things on OnlyFans. Okay, so write down what your do the things are and then go and do them. There's like 20% effort that will reap 80% of the reward. And the biggest thing is deciding what you're going to do and what you're going to offer and then considering what you could add later. So what I do is every quarter have a little business meeting with thyself and I look at what other creators are doing. I look at what my uh, requests are. I look at all the photo shoots that I've done. I decide what I like and I don't like. And then I just kind of go from there. So let's just recap this. We don't block anyone. We don't have a tip menu. If you like what I'm doing, you're going to send me a tip. And that is exactly what a tip is. Okay? Don't complicate it. I think you could do a menu for requests so people can ask for things, but I just think that a tip menu, it just doesn't work for me. But you know what? There are some very successful creators that it probably does work for. And then number three is I 
consider requests. I don't just do requests. And that's about it. Like, there's so many other secrets I could tell you. I'm like, these are secrets, right? So I'm just like divulging all this like personal little information as if you were my assistant. Like, I, I'm looking at this list. I'm like, what else could I tell you? I'm like, mm, no, you can't know about that. And like, what about uh, pay-per-view content, Coral? And what about exclusive content? And I sit there, I'm like, I, we can't, I can't tell you. I can't explain it to you. What I will tell you, though, is there is certain things that I really did enjoy doing that over time, um, you would be surprised that certain people can ruin things for you on OnlyFans um, that I have stopped doing or I'm not sure of doing anymore or I will bring those things back. So, yeah. That's probably why I had a hard time. There was like an episode that I did of the exact, like this episode that I did. And I was like divulging everything. And I was like, well, there has to be a little bit of secrecy. Like you can't tell everybody everything. And I don't want you to compare your OnlyFans to my OnlyFans because you're unique and different. And you might do things that I wouldn't want to do and vice versa. I think we have to simplify things a little bit more. You just have to get crystal clear on what you're selling have a general idea of what you don't want to do, have a general idea of what you want to do, and then go and do them. And if you find you're not getting results, you need to look at your actions and you also need to realize that 80% of the work that you're doing could just be busy work and not actual work. So there's work that will get you the results that you want and there's work that will get you nowhere. Um, <laughs> when I hit 10K, there was a moment where I was answering a bajillion messages and, and it was overwhelming and it was not fun. Okay. And it was getting me nowhere. Like saying hi to 900 messages is going to go nowhere. So then I capped that off and was like, message me on Instagram. And then I capped that off and was like, message me on OnlyFans. And then <clears throat> there's like a tip of starting your OnlyFans at a low, like a low cost. And then when it gets overwhelming, because you have too many fans, then you up the cost. And then when that gets overwhelming, there's like, I guess you would say hurdles to the access of you that you can implement. So it's not overwhelming. And I could always talk more about that a little bit later. But that that's all I have for you today. That's it. It's simple. We don't block anybody because a hater is a fan. We have no tip menu because you're taking away the fact that they could just tip you. And it is going to overwhelm you, especially if you're new, because it did for me. And consider requests. Don't feel the pressure of a request. And realize that it's going to evolve over time. Because there's things that I loved doing that I don't do anymore that I could consider bringing back. But like, ugh. Remember when I said we don't block anything? Well, if I bring something forward that I used to like doing, I, I rolled my eyes, like, like quite literally. I was like, ugh. Because then you still have to entertain people that you don't want to entertain. Isn't social media so fun? 
you know, in retail and jobs like that, you can, you can walk away, right? You gotta like leave your job or you can like pass them on to a manager. But sometimes in social media, people fucking stay and you're like, great. When are you leaving me alone? Never, never. That's the answer. Never. So you just have to get comfortable with realizing that they're just never going to go away and there's nothing you can do about it. And you can either cry about it and waste your time or you can move on, move along. That's all I have for you today. I love you. I think you're powerful beyond measure. I think if you can see it in your mind and you write it down, you make tangible steps and you actually do the work that is required, you can have whatever it is you want in life. Like truly, I believe that. And I will see you on the next episode.